Welcome to the How'd You Meet podcast, your daily dose of feel-good stories of people finding love in all places. Here's your host, Chris Molina. So welcome to another episode of the How'd You Meet podcast. My name is Chris Molina, and I am your host for today's episode. Today's guest is Jessica Lundy. Her partner's name is Mikey Lundy. They've been married for six years. They've been in a relationship for seven and a half years. They've been living together for six and a half years. They don't have any kids or pets yet, and their geographical location is in Atlanta. Jessica, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and before we jump into the quick uh, um, questions that I have for you, I'd like to drop some of those interesting facts. And one interesting fact about your guys' relationship that you shared with me behind the scenes before we started was that you guys met at a Detroit auto show, and he proposed at the Chicago auto show. That's incredible. Yeah, it was quite the experience for sure. Uh, We actually met, like I said, at the auto show, and then uh, we both were kind of working and then both of our dreams was to become trade show presenters and travel around the country and we end up making the same team and they didn't even know that wow. so we worked for toyota for lots of years Got and it. then um at one particular auto show um him and the whole toyota team and our agents all got together and so they were all surprised. in cahoots yeah they were on cahoots <laughs> And I honestly, fun fact, I thought he was going to break up with me because he was being super distant and it was Valentine's Day. So I'm like, who is savage enough to break up with someone on Valentine's Day? At the auto show? (laughs) At the auto show in front of all these people. Super embarrassed when he actually dropped down to one knee um, on our talk show that we had and proposed. I was I was shook. That was uh, I mean, that's the better side of being shocked. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that that was actually going to be my my next question uh, before we jump into the main questions was if you had any hints, if you thought maybe it was coming, but apparently not. Well, so this is the thing. So we started dating after three months. We knew we wanted to get married. Mm -hmm. Um, After dating for six months, we started going to wedding expos. They actually bought me like a fake ring six months in and we started going to wedding expos. And, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I have the whole wake up and win brand. Sure. That's kind of how that all started. Um, Well, I've always set my intention really big on visualizations. And so I remember sitting in the car with him while he was just my boyfriend and saying, look, we're going to go in there. We're going to wed. They're going to call our name. We're going to win our honeymoon. It's going to be this epic experience. And when they called our name and we won the grand prize, and amazing. it was amazing. It was just like the most exciting experience. And we had a super long list of all the prizes we won. But most importantly, we won a honeymoon to beautiful Cancun, Mexico, and a five-star resort that we could not have paid for at that time. And it was just a life-changing experience. And we ended up getting photos done by like this celebrity photographer that we thought we were going to afford, but due to pesos, right? It was like 500 (laughs) pesos, which didn't mean like 20 or 40 bucks. And we were like, what? And so we have this really cool experience, which always inspires me to just put yourself out there, take Mm -hmm. the shot and um, declare what you want in your life and watch it manifest. The message here, another message I think is if you are in a serious relationship, go and put yourself in raffles. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Weddings are expensive. (laughs) Um, So I'd love to jump right in and ask the first question that we always ask. So how'd you guys meet? You, You mentioned that it was at the Detroit Auto Show, but I'm sure there's a little bit more behind there. 
Yeah. So like at the time I was working, um, if you've ever been to the auto show, you know, it is a busy packed place. That's where they have all the new models of the cars, even concept cars. Um, at the time I was working for Chevy and, um, he was coming every day. He was working as a security guard Mm -hmm. and he was acting shy. Anyone who knows Mikey or has ever seen his, um, famous phrases on social media knows (laughs) he is not shy. But that's how he was playing. And um, he was coming every day, like to the display and not really saying anything, just kind of like, hello. And then on the last day, Uh specifically, um, this girl walks up and says, hey, you come here every day to see her. Are you going to ask her out or what? (laughs) Thousands of people all around. And then he looks at me and he's like, well, what do you think? Do you want to go out with me? And I was just like, no. And he's just like, So the whole thing was, I knew he had to be younger than me because my ex-boyfriend before was 10 years older mm-hmm. and we, me and him looked about the same age. So I was like, I don't think you're old enough for me. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, oh, she's old. And then someone's like, oh, and I'm like, what is happening here? Hey, hold on, hold on. Did he call you old? He did, he <laughs> did, right. So I was like, what is, what? Well, I am no one's cougar. Like what is happening here? So, um. So I was like, you know what? So this was the day before the last day of the auto show. So I was like, I'll give you 24 hours to impress me. Mm-hmm. So the next day he comes back and he's like all excited and pumped up. Well, it's busy. It's the last day of the auto show. Like thousands of people want to see the cars. And um, I said, come back at five o'clock and I'll make time for you. Okay. Well, I ended up getting off work at three o'clock. Okay. So I had a decision to make. I was like, what am I going to do? And so I asked all my friends about him, like mm-hmm. to see if anyone knew. Um, he was an actor, so we actually had the same agent, oh. and so everyone vouched for him. Like everyone on our roster was like, "He's been in this movie. He's been in this music video. Like he's acting shy, but he's like low key famous." So I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, cool. I'll give him a shot." So I was looking for people who had the same security jacket as him, oh. and then when I finally found someone in the security jacket, I'm like, "Hey, there's this guy. He's kind of been stalking me. I don't know." And they're like, "Oh, Mike. Yes, you're the girl. He meeting you at five. I'm like, "Did he tell him it?" <laughs> he told all these people yeah he let everybody know he let everybody know so i ended up giving the guy my business card and saying hey can you give it to him mm-hmm. funny thing about the business card is it was my modeling business card so it had my weight height bust hip size i'm like oh my god and then i get back to my car and i'm like what if the other guy calls me because i've uh-huh. never really talked to him he he tries to make me a uh, wait he called 48 hours after and then we talked for 14 hours. Oh, wow. But after talking for like 10 hours, I was like, wait a minute, where's the surprise? Like, what did you do? He wrote me a song about how he felt like God created me for him and I was made out of his rib and that I was going to be his wife. Now, mind you, at the time, he knew nothing about me. Sure. But he felt strongly from the smile, <laughs> from the smile that this was it. Yeah. And so I had been praying, uh, this was like in January, I had been praying that December, like vision board was clear, like mm-hmm. 20, 2013 is my year to fall in love and get married. And I'm going to meet my husband at the auto show. Yeah. So when he showed up, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, like, oh snap, this is him. So like yeah. after three months, we were like, bet, let's do this yeah. until my parents were like, slow down. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't care about your vision board. You need right, to do right. this. <laughs> right, exactly. But it was such a beautiful experience. I'm like just taking action and being in the moment. And obviously it's something I don't regret because we're on here talking about the yeah, whole experience. You, you guys are still here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a beautiful story. There, there's so many beautiful parts of it that I'm pretty sure we could talk about it for this entire episode. Right. But I also yeah. like to go on to the next question. And that's what's one thing that he does that makes you smile and feel warm inside? Mm, so many things. I think the big thing is that he gets me. Um, being a, at the time, like started off as someone like had, that was a dreamer, mm-hmm. you know? I, I wanted to be a trade show presenter. I did that. I wanted to be a TV host, competed with 1400 people. I did that and mm-hmm. he supported me. Then I felt this tap from God to quit my job and move to Atlanta. And he just, every time I've wanted to do something that would be very uncomfortable to most people, right? Um, And just like, keep dreaming, keep dreaming. He decided to essentially put a lot of his dreams on hold to make sure that I was successful. And I always tell women, like I talked to a lot of single women, it takes a very strong man to stand behind a successful woman. Mm-hmm. And and for him to have already had been a celebrity and been a star and to say, you know what? I'm going to take the backseat and I'm actually going to go from being on camera to off camera. Mm-hmm. And then that ended up turning into a blessing for him because mm-hmm. now he's like the top videographer, photographer, graphic <laughs> designer, video. And so he's able to create really cool content for me sure and then speakers literally all around the world reach out to him to create similar content sure and it's turned into a business you know he thought he loved being an actor until Mm -hmm. he became a creative director Mm -hmm. and and that's the power of having support in a marriage Mm -hmm. and really understanding your mate um even like makeup like he'll he knows like oh man babe like you got too much highlight on like like the average husband does not know what like highlight is or Mm -hmm. like babe you need to change like them boots do not match that outfit you know what i mean like we have a very (laughs) honest relationship yeah because he knows my image is important to me Mm -hmm. so it's important to him yeah and i i that always just makes me smile Mm -hmm. um having that built-in cheerleader and supporter Mm -hmm. and someone that's willing to challenge you with questions that um it's okay if it hurts your feelings in the moment but it'll give you more growth in the end sure and so him supporting you for who you are and not trying to change you Right. Now, granted, there are some things you want to change because if you follow me, you're like, okay, Jessica, your hair is usually sleek and black. <laughs> and my husband's like, hey, I'm feeling this blonde bohemian princess. So, you know, you do have <laughs> to be willing um, to have a give and take in marriage, mm-hmm. but not changing the essence of who I am. It's okay for like different enhancements to switch The aesthetics. Up. Yeah, no one wants to get bored in a marriage, mm-hmm. but um, not changing the essence of who I am. Absolutely. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. So you you told us about your proposal story. That's that's sometimes the third question that I ask. So maybe I can ask you about the first date after the 14 hour conversation that you had. What was the first date like? Yeah. So like, honestly, our whole first year, which is really epic and interesting. Um, We had talked every day on the phone for 10 to 14 hours for a month before we went on an actual date. 
mind you, he almost got fired plenty of times because he used to work at a call center and he would be calling me. So <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do that. Uh-huh. I've always been an entrepreneur, so I had my own company. So I just had a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but after we talked, it was such a buildup, right? So we felt like we knew each other before we went on our first date. He was really mm-hmm. listening. He's like, I'm gonna surprise you. I'm planning this epic date. And then we get to my favorite restaurant. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little high maintenance. So I was like, oh, this is predictable. Like, <laughs> could have tried something different, you know? Just smiling um, through your teeth and nodding and like, oh yeah, yeah that's so nice. So glad the fettuccine is good as it always is, right? And then, um, and then after that, like we're from Michigan, right? So it's super cold. And this, this date was in what, February, March. And so he decided to take me to this thing called Winter Blast. And I said I wanted to go, but it was more or less in theory Mm -hmm. because it was literally 10 degrees and I had on a fur, but still that was, I'm not about to be ice skating outside. I mean, it also doesn't matter what you're wearing in 10 degree weather. It it doesn't matter. And so in theory, it sounds really cool and romantic to go like ice skating and hot (laughs) chocolate like that, but like, no. So we show up to the place and he's like, surprise. And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm not getting out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car. So he literally, bless his heart, is like calling all his friends, like, hey, I'm on that. Um, she doesn't like it. I'm on this date, like plan B. And then yeah. I can hear them talking back to him, like, bro, it's not going well if you're calling me. He's like, I just need a plan B. And I'm like, you don't have a backup plan. Like, what does this say about your life? Like, and it's just like, I'm like, take me home. And so he took me home. And, was, and then we talked in the car for another 10 hours. So when I say that we got like all of our like quality time in, that's why we were like, bet, let's get married because mm-hmm. we knew like we had put everything on the table Mm -hmm. super transparent super honest and so even on the first date didn't go like how we planned it to go sure we were such good friends we had built such a solid foundation Mm -hmm. that no matter what comes our way we were in for the long haul yeah that is that's crazy do you guys still have things to talk about right we don't we don't talk to him anymore we don't really have that much to talk about because we we get each other yeah and i think like so many people rush into the relationship side that they forget about the friendship Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day that's my best friend when people be like i don't have anybody to talk to and they're married i'll be like huh Mm-hmm. So it, it tells me you didn't take enough time to have a solid foundation. That's why I say you got to make sure that foundation is good before you build a house, mm-hmm. before you buy the windows, before you get the couch. You know, we, we want to get all the aesthetic things because it looks good and it feels good. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that solid foundation, you're not you're not going to realistically make it. Like being married is like one of the hardest things you ever do. Mm-hmm. It looks glamorous. Let me tell you, we had a glamorous wedding. <laughs> But I was not prepared for marriage because mm-hmm. I didn't come from a married household. I didn't True. know what marriage looked like. So when I got into it, I was like, wow, I had to learn a lot about myself. I learned mm-hmm. a lot about my husband. But then I also learned that I was so thankful that we took time to really get to know each other. And I can't say like some of the things that might bother me today. Mm-hmm. I can't say I didn't know that because we didn't talk <laughs> for like a hundred hours. So clearly I know <laughs> I wasn't either listening or I didn't think it was that that big of a deal because I was so in love, it was new and fresh, right? So I have to reflect on like, okay, I can't say this bothers me about this person because I knew I chose to be blind in this area and Mm -hmm. and that's on me, Mm -hmm. that's on me. That's a great amount of ownership 
on something, if you see it, you're like, nope, I, I, I'm, I'm not a dumb person. I, yeah, I can right. see this. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and honestly, I wish more people would do that. I think if more people do that, the divorce rate would go down mm -hmm. because it's easy to blame someone else for your problems or your issues or why you're not happy when usually you need to look in yourself mm -hmm. and figure out what am I doing wrong? What do I need to change? What do I need to own up to? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cop out. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it can be a cop out to be like, move on. Now granted, there's so many issues that you can have divorce. I'm not saying yes. that, but I'm just saying it can be easy to say, I'd rather try again with someone else than work on myself. Absolutely. And like, we're all imperfect. Right. We, we all have our issues. So yeah, looking in the mirror sometimes helps. Speaking of imperfections let's go on the opposite side of that spectrum what is something that you admire about mr mikey lundy yeah yeah um i think sometimes i wish i was as bold as him right okay so um he just says like whatever he feels like <laughs> at any moment in time like it doesn't matter who we're with um you know being a tv host and working on television i've had the opportunity to be around a lot of celebrities a lot of big wigs like i have a lot of super powerful coaches and like just this really important people sure. he doesn't care who's in the room like he's going to say whatever he wants about everything mm -hmm. and a lot of times it could be things that i might agree with but i would never say it because it's yeah. a ha. you know i'm always wanting to be politically correct and he's so comfortable and in himself that it's like, accept me, you know, no matter what. Yeah. And I appreciate that because at the end of the day, that takes a great bit of boldness mm -hmm. and confidence to say, I don't care if you don't like me, this is how I feel. Sure. And I think, I think it would be a really cool world if more people were like that mm -hmm. and they were more bold and you know how they felt instead of just guessing or assuming. You're probably very thankful for having him in the same room as you when something needs to be said and you're like, oh, I don't feel like saying it. And right, right. <laughs> I'm looking like, you gonna say, you gonna, oh, you gonna, okay, cool. Okay, we'll be, okay, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's funny. So last question, um, when you feel like doing something special for him to make him feel the love that you have for him, what do you do? This might sound silly, but literally it was changing my hair. Okay. So like I've, 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 I'm a very simple, what I like to consider a perfectly branded person. Like if I've committed to something, that's how I look all the time mm -hmm. and it can be very safe. And so for him, it was like, okay, you work so hard all the time. You give 2000%. Um, can you just take two weeks off in December? Like, sure. can you just unplug? Can we just not talk about work? Can we just, and so as a driven person, it's hard. So I literally changed my hair, one, because he said he liked the style, mm -hmm. but two, to remind myself, it's okay to take a day off. Like sure. I'm such a self-care advocate and I'm okay with like self-care pockets, but to just be like, I'm about to unplug can be nerve wracking, mm -hmm. but it was a priority for me in our, my marriage. Like we're going on um, vacation soon and that was important. So mm -hmm. I think really being intentional about these vacations um, as non-negotiable sabbaticals um, yep. quarterly is my 2021 goal. Mm -hmm. And being relentless because I know I go hard at mm -hmm. everything I do. So saying, babe, you're important and we need this time and I'm not going to be on my laptop or, you know, even just like waking up early so yep. that I, if I knew I need to get something done, I got out way before he did so that he knows that this is your time. Yeah. And, um, I think that is the most important thing to him is, you know, feeling like a priority 
um, which really is healthy balance. Sure. And so what I heard is being, being flexible for him, the same way that you mentioned, you appreciate him being flexible for you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way it'll work really. Like everybody is, it's, it's such a give and take. And the things that you, you know, feel justified about holding on to or not wanting to change or transform because it makes you feel comfortable. A lot of times when you do, you step out of your comfort zone, you feel great. Like the two times I did this hairstyle and then the summer I got um, like long cornrows, like Beyonce. And (laughs) I I got such great feedback both times. And like Mm -hmm. his thing was like, I'm never going to have you out here looking bad. So sometimes you have to trust your partner for things that might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable because mm-hmm. they know you better than you know yourself often. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think listening, you know, more is, is an important part of marriage. Sure. That is a great thing to end on. Jessica, I am so happy that you made some time for us at the, how'd you meet podcast? Because that was, those are some beautiful nuggets that you gave us and a beautiful story. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I think this was a fantastic experience. And I hope that we, you know, normalize talking about these beautiful moments in people's lives. I mean, it really is a good way to connect us all. Yeah, there, there's so many reasons to not be happy and to not talk about love. We need to bring this to the forefront. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would do any or all of these three things. Number one, rate and review this podcast. Number two, send this episode to a friend that needs to hear this feel-good story. Or number three, let us know about a friend or a family member that has a how'd you meet story that you think should be on this podcast. You can send us an email at howdyoumeetpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on social media at our social media handle at How'd You Meet Podcast. All this information can be found in our show notes. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.